It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Well, I understand our first guest today is uh, uh, General John Tykert. Yep. And uh, he was a uh, uh, brigadier general in Space Command and uh, uh, in intelligence, and he knows what the heck is going on. Uh, all... General, how yep. are you? Are you on? I am on, and I appreciate you all having me. Uh, General, tell us, um, uh, what the heck is going on, uh, uh, in, uh, uh, Israel and, and, uh, Palestine? Give us your interpretation. Yeah, let me start with the root cause, which is our consistent adversary for the last 44 years, which is Iran. They have created an arc of instability that runs across the Middle East in Yemen, Iraq, Syria, Lebanon, in Gaza, and they are the funders and the supporters and the planners and ultimately the benefactors that support all of the malign activity that's going on in the region. You know, General, I know that uh, you also spent a lot of time in the region yourself, too. Um, why doesn't the president, President Biden, last night he was on 60 Minutes, and it was like, uh, no, I don't see any direct evidence of Iran. He seems to be in such a denial. What What is going on? Rita, he has been in denial from the day he took office. I was in Iraq, deployed as a senior defense official when he took office. And the thing that I remember about the atmosphere in Iraq was that the Iranian-aligned militia groups were salivating at the change of administration between Trump and Biden because they were looking for weakness that they could exploit in the region. And now we see it. Wow. And uh, Ed Cox? Yeah. The, uh, the, what is the administration playing a double game here with the White House making political broad statements about support for Israel while the Secretary of State is talking about de-escalation and, and uh, maybe a ceasefire uh, as he travels around the world? No. So I think this is just standard for the Biden administration where – They don't have a consolidated position of strength, will, and resolve that is necessary to handle the difficult situations that we see in the world. And the one thing that I know about Iran is that they thrive on weakness and appeasement. And the only thing that they respect is strength, capability, will, and resolve. And until we get our story straight and our actions aligned with our words, then they're going to keep taking advantage of the situation like they did in that brutal terrorist attack in Israel some 10 days ago. General, it's uh, Judge Richard Weinberg. Thank you for your service, sir, and your insight. I'll tell you what I'm concerned about. They send these two aircraft carriers to uh, to the edge of Israel as a, a warning to Hezbollah. What I'm concerned about, General, is unless they're ready, willing, and able to do something to assist the Israelis, it's another phony red line like Obama had his phony red line. It shows more weakness, it shows more appeasement, and it's more dangerous. What do you say, General? So, Judge, I agree. You just think about the combat capability on those two carrier strike groups. It's incredible. But if the adversary doesn't believe that we will use that capability, then all of it is for naught. And I believe that Hezbollah and Hamas and their backers in Iran really do not believe that the United States is going to take action. And that started when we pulled out of Afghanistan and they knew for sure that we were weak. You know, what do you make, uh, General uh, John Teichardt, also the fact that Iran is now in the last like day or so saying, OK, uh, you know, Israel, if you don't go in to Gaza, 
then maybe there's some way we can help play a role with the hostages because there's, as we know, at least there's 15 Americans unaccounted for potentially hostages, many Israelis. Uh, and yet our president says, oh, no, they're not playing a role. And, and then we see the, you know, the foreign minister out there hugging the leader of Hamas uh, over the weekend in the Mideast. No, it's just a bunch of duplicity playing on our weakness. And here's the thing that I want to encourage people to think about. Could you imagine after 9-11 if someone called for a ceasefire and expected that we wouldn't stand our ground and go after the terrorists that hit us? Of course Israel is going to go after Hamas. They were brutally attacked in a barbaric fashion, and all of it is disingenuous to believe that a ceasefire is going to solve the problem, when ultimately Israel in 2005 gave the Palestinians, ultimately Hamas, land in Gaza, expecting that they would see peace. And Hamas just took advantage of them, and the terrorists are going to keep taking advantage of us if we don't stand strong. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. President Nixon, 50 years ago, President Nixon uh, in the Yom Kippur War gave anything that can fly. Let's back uh, Israel completely. When the Soviet Union said they'd send in troops, he went to DEFCOM 3. That show of strength uh, produced a peace that lasted 50 years. The Arabs never again invaded Israel so uh, how does that apply in this situation, the necessary show of strength in order to bring about peace in the end? Your idea is spot on that Israel right now is thinking, how can they defend themselves against the attacks that are ongoing against them? And ultimately, how can they permanently remove Hamas as a threat within Gaza and maybe Hezbollah elsewhere in Lebanon? And you think about they need to demonstrate determination backed by their friends, the United States, by taking actual steps to dismantle Hamas so that this never happens again. General, uh, I understand that you have uh, announced that you're running for the U.S. Senate in Maryland. I have, yes, John, and I appreciate you bringing that up. No, so, so I believe that Marylanders, just like Americans, are sick of weakness from the White House and ultimately want leaders, not politicians, to dig us out of the problems that we see. You talked earlier on about the dysfunction in Washington. We don't have a speaker. We have unfilled military billets. We don't have a real military budget. We're appeasing Iran. We need strong leaders, not politicians, to resolve the problems that politicians have gotten us into in this country and in this state, and that's what I intend to do. Well, um, Maryland, uh, and, uh, well, anything else you want to tell the American people? No, so to, so I, I tell you that the American people need to understand that elections have consequences. And when we elect leaders that are weak and not focused on things that are important to the American people, those areas of focus should be the economy, education, public safety, and national security. When we get distracted by everything else, then ultimately it weakens us as a nation and leads to others trying to take advantage of us. Well, thank you, uh, uh, John Teichert, uh, General Space Force. Thank you so much, and uh, good luck in the U.S. Senate race, and we'll talk some more about that. Sounds great, John. Thank you.